0: what's going on guys special one here today we are on our 40th episode here of the beer batter sports podcast uh i'm one of your co-hosts 40
1: i'm uh, i'm isaac and i'm kylie
0: and what what better way to start off the 40th episode with uh 40 doing the uh intro
1: there. <laughs> awesome job calvin damn right <laughs> Like you said, everybody, welcome to episode 40. Um, before we begin, of course, just a big shout out to everybody who has supported us over the, over these, uh, I guess, 11 months we've been doing this now, Kylie? Almost 11 months? Yeah. 11 months we've been doing this. Uh, so look, 40 episodes, that's a lot. And like, this podcast has come so far from what it was in the beginning, um, yeah. which was just me and Kylie in our bedrooms. <laughs> uh on randomly zoom. on zoom pretending that we were on ESPN or something. <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's a special episode and we got a lot for you guys. Um we're going to be talking about a, another wild week in the NFL with the uh, crazy stuff we got to talk about. Uh NBA season is underway. We're going to take a look at the first week of play, week 2 of the NHL, all the craziness going on there and why suddenly the there's a lot of good coming out of the city of Boston for some reason. Uh, and our World Series preview. The World Series is set, unfortunately. So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start, we're gonna kick things off with the NFL because there what is up? a lot to discuss.
2: I can't wait to get to the
1: MLB. We'll get there. We'll get there.
2: We'll get there.
1: I think we're gonna start with our goober of the week. This uh this applies to both NBA and NHL. Uh, NFL. No, I'm dumb. Um our goober of the week is uh Kanye West, because uh, <laughs> there have now been not one, but two athletes who have left Donda sports because of his uh, recent comments. Now, yeah. let me make this very clear. OK, as somebody who is half Jewish, um, I don't think I need to say anything. I mm-hmm. think you all know what my stance is on this whole thing. Um, I will hear no excuses. I-, I don't care that he made graduation. I don't care that I still listen to Life of Pablo every almost every day because that album is great. I don't care. You can't say that shit, man. And now uh, both uh, Jalen Brown and Aaron Donald have announced that they are leaving Donda Sports. Which, by the way, I didn't know Donda Sports was a thing. Can someone explain what that either. was?
0: You know, Antonio Brown is actually the president of it.
1: That true. He's the president. What how long has this been a thing? That I, I, I just, I, I, have no words. I don't.
0: I think they made it this year. I'm pretty sure it's pretty new. It's, it's a okay. this year thing. So
2: go to Vander Sports. Gary Vaynerchuk is better.
1: Probably. Uh but yeah, no. Um I'm I'm just gonna say this on this topic. Well, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions <laughs> Exactly. Look, exactly. Man, just, just don't just don't be anti Semitic. It's really easy. Look, I'm doing it right now. Right. And I come from a long line of self hating Jews. That, <laughs> that's really bad. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that.
2: God, okay, let's go to the NFL before we yeah. let's, 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 let's
1: focus on actual stuff. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, NFL, so, um, it was another wild season. I think the best way to start things off was uh, we had a good Thursday night game, finally. Yeah, who did who
0: played on Thursday night? It was uh,
1: it was Cardinals
0: and
2: uh, yeah.
1: Oh, Oh, man, I'm going to get us canceled with that comment. I'm allowed to say it. Kanye can't, okay? (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Do not worry about it. Do not worry about it. (laughs)
2: dude.
1: Do not worry about it, okay? (laughs) Isaac! Oh, man. Happy 40th episode, everyone. Isaac just got us canceled. Hey, seriously, though, anyone, anyone watch it? Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs>
2: I see those Couldn't even, down. Couldn't even make it a year on this podcast before you fuck it up.
1: Hey, 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 hey. Let's focus on the real thing, the real important thing here, and that's that the Saints threw two pick sixes within a minute of each other. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing, the funniest thing. Uh, it's probably the funniest thing. Yeah. I uh I, I have seen on Thursday night football in a while. And I lived through twelve to nine and twelve to seven. We all did. Yeah. But no, seriously, I mean Yeah, kudos to the NFL for giving us an actual that's what we're doing. Ta- kudos to the NFL for giving us an actually good um an actually good uh good matchup on Thursday night football. i only for- took seven weeks. Hey, hey, the first couple matchups were fine. Uh I for one am still annoyed that most of the country can't see it. Yeah. Defender of the North 52, if you're new to the podcast. Uh, you, you, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the New Orleans Saints. We'll just put it there. Let's put it there. By the way, very happy to see all <laughs> these comments coming in for the 40th episode. Just yeah, wait, yeah. we're going to do something special for the 50th episode. We don't know what it is yet, but we'll do it. But uh, as, far as, Thursday night,
0: as far as Thursday night, I, I, I like that we had a uh, high scoring game. Not a 12 to seven or twelve to nine. Yeah. And uh you also love to see uh DeAndre Hopkins get right back into the groove the first week he comes back. Uh yeah he like twelve targets, nine catches maybe. Um so great, great way from uh Cliff Kingsbury to get him acclimated back into that offense there. And uh shout out to Kyler Murray for not not choking this week and yeah. doing his job. I'll say and I said Call think... of
2: Duty didn't release anything this week. Wasn't double XP.
1: <laughs> I think Arizona's defense deserves a shout out too because I mean, they, their little run they went on at the end of the first half, where they had two straight pick sixes, gave me flashbacks to you'll remember the end of the two thousand two Super Bowl when the Bucks uh, Bucks had like three straight pick sixes of Rich Gannon. Damn right, Mike. Oh yes, Mike. We will. Don't worry. We will be. We will be getting to that Nola eventually. <laughs> so, um, yeah, wasn't a surprise at all. And it, it seems as if the Cardinals got invigorated almost. Wait, wait, wait. Is is the
0: is, guy, is the guy who had a pick six a bust? That's crazy. Nah, 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 nah. nah is not in the slightest.
2: I thought he was gonna be. I don't know. I, I've I think he's pretty damn good.
1: I'm impressed. I'm yeah. impressed. And last time yeah. I checked, if we're impressed, that's good. So <laughs> In his
2: in Isaiah Simmons' defense, he is on the Cardinals and he wasn't being used properly in the beginning, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So
0: Right, right. That's what I was about to say. The thing is he wasn't even being used correctly at first. And everybody expects him to uh, be the same player he was at Clemson. But people have to realize the NFL and college are two different ballgames. So games. different. Two different ballgames. So a lot of those guys that are Heismans and Heisman candidates in college and stuff like that, when it gets in the NFL, they're playing against the same caliber of people. It's not like you're a Clemson team playing a Furman on a Saturday yeah. or something like that. Like
1: We so. we could do a whole episode just dedicated to college stars who, like, completely disappeared in the NFL. Like, do oh, you yeah. remember that one Kansas State quarterback, Skyler something, who, like, set the single-season record for most rushing yards by a quarterback in college football history? Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. What happened to him? We Only could do that. a whole episode on guys who just disappeared when they got to the pros. Josh Rosen. Jo- Jamarcus oh, my God. Russell. Josh Rosen. Jo- Jamarcus oh.
2: Russell. Yep.
1: Jamarcus Russell. Uh, Johnny uh, Mantell. Johnny Mantel. <laughs> Well, I mean I'm talking about guys who disappeared. Like we know what happened to Johnny Football and uh, Josh yeah. Rosen and Jamarcus Russell. Uh they, they were terrible. Uh, Reggie Bush. I love Reggie Bush. Hey, Reggie Bush was Reggie Bush was solid for a few years. It just happened he played on an inferior team. So give yeah, him his Heisman back. Reggie uh, just
0: got drafted to the wrong team, but Reggie still has a uh Super Bowl, so that's true. So
2: uh speaking Stren- of Super Richardson. Bulls, Mike says Stren- Stren-
1: Richardson. That is I, a oh, great that, there, Mike. Jesus. Oh <laughs> hey, 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 I'll give him credit, though. He went up to the CFL and actually did okay in Canada for a year. He was – uh when Toronto won the Grey Cup in uh, 2017 – yes, I watched Canadian football. I know. Shame, shame. Uh Wait. Trent Richardson was their premier back that year. He was okay.
2: Wait. Does this mean Reggie Bush got negative three yards in a season?
0: No, I think Trent Richardson got negative three yards in one season. I
1: was going to say there's yeah, no Yeah, Reggie way Bush I... wasn't that bad. Reggie Bush wasn't bad. Like, Reggie That's Bush –
2: I was really confused because
1: right. Reggie Bush was a bit <laughs> underwhelming, but he wasn't bad.
2: I like Reggie Bush. I can remember yeah. him in the, the Chia Peck commercial, Reggie Reggie Bush or whatever. I remember
0: that. What do I? Yeah, it's great. Reggie, Reggie just Reggie just was on the wrong team. The Saints,
1: uh he didn't really fit in the Saints. Wait, sense.
2: he's saying it was Reggie Bush that had negative three yards. Hold up. Oh
1: wow. Whoa, whoa, Hold whoa. Up. I need to find – well, while we're looking that up, uh, quickly I'm just going to go over some other stuff that happened to the NFL because there were a lot of games, and obviously we can't talk in depth about all of them, but – Commanders. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> Commanders. Go ahead. Uh... Go off. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, we had a couple big upsets this week, and probably the biggest one outside of the Bears doing whatever the hell they did on Monday night. Like, Jesus Christ, Chicago, where's that been? Uh, Washington upset Green Bay, one of the biggest upsets of the year, and now – I have questions about whether or not Aaron Rodgers should be starting because the Packers look horrible.
0: Yeah, well, you know how I feel about Rodgers. That's my guy, so I'm not gonna blast him or anything. But uh, I- I'm not gonna blame it all on Rodgers here. The the guy, I I was at the game on Sunday, so I saw it in- firsthand. The guys' receivers are trash. Yeah, uh, the 87 guy, whatever his name is, Dubs, Dubs, whatever, Romeo he- Dobbs. He- He's absolute garbage. Alan Lazard, you know, he's – yeah, yeah, he's a good wide receiver, but he's not the filling role for Devontae Adams. Um, he's no Devontae Adams at all. Um, and then the other guys, he doesn't really have anybody to throw to. And the play calling is just absolutely terrible. I saw them run the same play four times in a row, that stupid-ass screen pass to Aaron Jones that got them nothing, no type of yards at all. So the play calling, his receivers – and, you know, the guys around him, I, I can't really put all the blame on Rogers there because at the end of the day uh, as well, the uh, their defense let let Heineke score 24 points or 23
1: points. Taylor Heineke. Impressed me. Look, I'll say this about about the situation with the Packers right now. It's not all Aaron Rodgers fault. When I yes. say I think there should be some changes, I mean, in general, in general. The Packers need a lot of changes. And I think one yep. of the things they should consider, because... Holy shit! What? Negative three yards. He did get negative three yards? Holy shit, he did! <laughs> so, a defender of the North is oh making my... some good
0: points. Very <laughs> great point, defender of the North. Yeah. And you know what's funny, though? The Green Bay O-line, Aaron Rodgers actually didn't get sacked on Sunday at all. It took me but a while to
2: find that hole, oh my God.
0: The O-line is atrocious. It, it, absolutely <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, their O line is I it's surprising how bad it is.
0: Yeah, he has to get the ball out literally so fast because mm-hmm. there's somebody in his face literally every time he draws back. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think um I think the with the Packers, I think they're finally experiencing what should have been happening to them over the last few seasons. Um Green Probably. Bay has had this incredible run of success. And it's finally it's success that honestly when you look at how the teams performed in the postseason, it really doesn't make sense. And I think what we're seeing here is the Packers finally, you know, paying up for what they've what's happened. This is a team that has had unparalleled success in the regular season, but has just been unable to get it together in January. And finally what we're seeing here is that Green Bay is experiencing reality. Now that they've lost yep. enough key weapons, now that the team has essentially been broken down to essentially being Aaron Rodgers and a skeleton crew of receivers, you're starting to see the reality and that is that the Packers have been bailed out by high-end talent for years. And now that they don't have as much high-end talent as they want with Devontae leaving, we're starting to see that they're not as good as advertised. And it finally makes sense why this team was so good in the regular season. But once they got to the playoffs, they shit the bed. I could be yeah. wrong. I could be wrong, but that's my theory. That this we're this is the real Green Bay team.
0: Yeah, and I, I, like I said, you know how I feel about yeah. Rogers. That's my guy. I love yeah. Rogers. Um, but uh, what with what he has, it definitely ends the Brady Rodgers debate that there ever is because oh, I saw yeah. Brady win plenty, plenty championships with mediocre receivers, yeah, like six receivers, fifth round receivers. Rogers, Rodgers, he can't even win. He barely won three games with the guys that he has right now.
1: And so, you if know. you look at – yeah, as a great point. I mean, you look at the early uh, Super Bowls that, um, that Brady won with the Patriots. Even if you don't like the guy, you have to admit him winning a Super Bowl with, like, his number one target being, I think, Troy Brown, which – no offense, Troy Brown, solid receiver for his decade, for his time. Probably one of the better receivers of the first half of the 2000s. But compared to some of the other talents that Brady had over the years – yeah, no. It's like what we're seeing here is very clear. And by the way, let's just get this out of the way because I know we're going to talk about this next. Um, I don't know what's going on with Tom Brady and the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't, don't want to talk about it. The, Dude, receivers, all I've receivers been hearing the so entire
2: much. week is Tom Brady, so I'm cool with just barely talking about it. All Here's I've what I'm going to say. Here.
1: Our receivers made some – key even if Mike Evans made that catch of that pass that was just all over the highlight reels of like, what the hell are you doing? in that drop? Even if he makes that, we're not winning. The defense played terribly. We're facing the worst team in the league, and we give up that many y- – we get outrushed by the worst team in the league that just gave up their all-star running back. You know, a team that has clearly been like, oh, yeah, our season's over. We're tanking. We have nobody. Starting a, a former XFL cast off as quarterback – Took us beyond the woodshed. Even if Mike Evans makes that catch, the Bucs aren't winning because our defense is collapsing. We get racked with injuries in the secondary. Brady is way too distracted by off-field issues and his divorce to deal with being quarterback. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, Giselle should have left his ass. The old man just straight up was like, you know, I'm finally going to retire and put my family first. All right, good. He had a great career. Decides to come back. It's probably it's like, what the hell do you think she was going to do? She's going to get pissed off. I don't blame her. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Oh my bad, Isaac. No, go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. I, uh, all I'm gonna say <laughs> his is, his tangent is done.
1: <laughs> don't be surprised if Tampa Bay ends up missing the playoffs because the way they're playing now, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: and uh, that's where I was going actually. It's funny because with the uh, Washington win over Green Bay last week, and Green Bay not three and four, Tampa Bay at three and four, Washington just ne- Washington needs. Uh, I forgot what team it was to lose this weekend. And they need to win against Indianapolis, and they'll be the seventh seed in the playoff right now. We they were need just the Rams to lose. Weeks ago. We were just one and four three weeks ago.
1: Well, I was now, talking about talking about this with Kylie, sevens. Kylie, okay. and I were talking about this before uh, the show started. The NFC is bad this year. There are God. only right now there are only five teams in the NFC with winning records: the undefeated Eagles, the Vikings, the Birds, who look really good, the Seahawks. For some reason. The Giants, which we'll get into them in a sec, and the Cowboys. Those are the only teams with winning records. The Rams are at 500, but that's not the last. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Okay. <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy. Let's keep That's great. Yo. <laughs> I got a pocket.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: The NFC, like,
0: Oh, the, man,
1: this is, is going to be one of those years where a team with a losing record gets into the playoffs at this point because yeah. the NFC is just oh, yeah. bad. It happened
2: I mean, when the Eagles made it too. Um, I don't even, I don't even remember if we had a that, it. It happened when
0: Washington was went a couple years ago as well. Uh, yeah, seven to nine or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Mike, undefeated Eagles, <laughs> you, you know, I hate the Eagles. I really, oh, no. I, <laughs> I, I think the uh.
2: You enjoying Carson Went, I'm sorry.
0: I think the Giants are gonna be a great test for you guys. It's gonna be a great have, battle. But uh, the Giants.
2: All we have to do is just have Boston Scott run and then we'll win. That's it. That's it.
1: So speaking of the Giants, um, the two New York teams I, I said it last week and I'll repeat it again. The two New York teams are really strange right now. Because yeah. the Giants keep winning games in ways that give their fans heart attacks. They keep finding new ways to do it. I don't know how they won on, uh, on Sunday. Jacksonville had no business making that game close, that they did. I did. I, oh, my God.
0: It just doesn't make any sense. And going into that game, I think I said it on the podcast last week, the Giants were the underdog going into the game. Yeah. So everyone is looking at it as like this is a Vegas trap. They want you to pick the Giants. You know, blah, blah, blah. Hot take. Eagles won't notice the Giants are there. Oh, wow. Who okay. said that? Oh, That's okay. a very hot take. Very hot.
1: I don't I know think, about that. I think, I think, think the Giants I, can make it competitive.
2: I think Philly is just on, like, some shit right now. Like, as, as a sports city itself. So, it's not, it's, I, I don't know.
1: Do you guys believe in the Giants, Defender <laughs> the- says? Defender of the North. I'll be uh
0: completely honest with you. I'm a Commanders fan, but I'm a realistic football fan. I love the sport of football. So right now, I'm actually not too sold on the Giants, and I'm not too sold on the Eagles either. Being six and zero, I'll be completely honest with you. No, because uh, I know how I've seen I've seen the uh, teams collapse before. Not these two teams specifically, but teams in general. I've seen them collapse before. Pittsburgh yeah. started the season 11-0 a couple years ago. I was ago. just about to and say that. Pittsburgh, they didn't do anything. They lost four out of the last five and then got kicked out of the first round. Yeah. So we can very much see that with the Giants. We can very much see that with the Eagles. I'm not saying as it is what's going to happen. You know, either one of these guys could win the Super Bowl. They look like the contenders right now. But I, as far as believing in them yet, no, I don't believe in them.
2: <laughs> I just think it's like – I think it is like one of those Steelers eleven to no situations. Not that they're going to collapse, like you said, or anything like that. But I'm, but like, there's always teams that are kind of a little too good for their record. Like everybody has, a, like a Cinderella type season in a way. <laughs> um. I respect you saying that Twitter would be all over you for that. <laughs> probably would,
0: but I don't care about other's opinions. That's why I speak my own.
2: Damn right. Um but there's there's always those teams that are unexpectedly good and if people kind of overhype them. I I think Eagles Giants will be a good test for both of these teams.
1: I do
0: too.
2: Cuz I've I know what I've seen from the Eagles. I've seen Hurts do his thing, but I don't know. I, I just want to see not a second-half collapse.
1: So I will say this on the Giants. Um, the Giants' schedule has been very easy for them, and it's going to be easy. You look at who they've played so far. Okay, they beat Tennessee week one. That's a That's a good win. Tennessee, they're a solid team. They, they've had some issues with injuries, but they're still pretty good. They beat Carolina Week 2. Um, one of the worst teams in the league. Okay, bad. Yeah. Lost to Dallas. Fair enough. Cowboys seem to have their shit together. Uh, they beat Chicago. That's pretty easy. Beat Green Bay. That was an upset at the time, but now looking back on it, it's like, hmm, maybe maybe that wasn't as shocking as we thought it was. Uh, yep. Beat Baltimore, which that was – okay, that was impressive. That uh, was yeah. Yeah, that, that Yeah. That 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 one. And then they just beat Jacksonville. All their games have been incredibly close. Every single game has been a one-score game. Um, so, what? And, and looking ahead, they have Seattle, Houston, Detroit their next three games, which at first, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago I would have said, well, that's easy, they could win all three of those. But now I'm like, hmm, Seattle might be a test because the Seahawks are playing, like, God, the Seahawks are playing really well. And I'm looking at this Giants team like, okay, Daniel Jones isn't the best quarterback ever, but Brian Dabble has done something to unlock some potential a little bit, even just a little bit. Yeah, he's playing better than he has. It's not great, yeah. but he doesn't have to because he's got no. good supporting cast. His receiver, his receiver core may be weak, but he's got a great running back in Saquon who's playing lights out. The defense, his O line might not might not be the best, but the defense is backing them up playing well too. The Giants may be only be winning games in one score games, and they may have a relatively easier schedule. But they've beaten all the good teams on their record that they had that they needed to beat so far. They have shown, even if it's not a lot, they have shown a little bit of promise. And I don't fully believe in them just yet. Oh, come on. Bottom worship
2: oh, trade for Flacco back from Jets because Lamar can't <laughs> oh, uh, play Obviously ooh. kidding, but Dan, that was yeah, funny.
1: <laughs> so when it comes to the Giants, do I fully believe in them yet? Not necessarily, but Mm -hmm. I can see why somebody could say yes because they have shown him. They've been, they just need a couple of games where they just crush their opponents and get out of those one score games. And I will be more on board with the okay, maybe the Giants are actually legit. Uh, now the Jets are completely different. Uh, I look at the Jets and I'm just gonna be like, ah, ah, get it away, get it away. (laughs) I don't know what to do with the Jets.
0: You know, it's funny. I actually have more faith in Zach Wilson than I do Daniel Jones. Of course. I, I, I believe in the Jets a little more than I do the Giants. And it all is because of the quarterback situation. Because at the end of the day, Daniel Jones is terrible. I, I don't care what anyone says. That guy is just terrible to me. <laughs> I don't care what his stats say. That guy is garbage. And he will show that he's garbage in due time. Um like you said, Isaac, he has a very great supporting cast. And because of that, you know, he has six wins. Um, sorry. Yeah, I was reading that at the bottom.
2: <laughs> what would it take for you to believe in the Giants? Like, who are uh, or do they going to have to beat?
1: Isaac, do you have their schedule up right now? All right, so here's who the Giants have the rest of the season. I was actually just looking at this. So this coming week, they're up against Seattle, which actually looks like that might be a tough contest because Seattle Seattle is cracked right now. They're on something. Mm-hmm. Um, then they have their bye week. Then they're uh, at home against Houston and Detroit back-to-back weeks. Those are pretty much guaranteed wins at this point. But knowing the Giants, they're probably going to make it close. Um, what they really need to do is just blow those teams out and be like, okay, you can, cr- you can crush bad teams. Okay. You're good. Um, then they have – they're at Dallas on Thanksgiving. That game is going to be fun. Um, yeah. Then they're uh, at home against Washington. Then at home against Philly. Week 14 is the big decider. I, per, ideal scenario, uh, the, the Eagles and the Giants come into that game with just one loss combined, that one loss being the Giants. That would be the ideal game. Um, then they're at Washington. Uh, back at uh, Then on the road against Minnesota. At, uh, at home against Indianapolis and they finish off the season on the road against Philadelphia. Okay, so...
2: This is bad, but everyone is saying he's got... It.
1: Yeah, it's true. I will agree with that,
0: Brian Dabble. Give yeah. him coach of the coach year. Coach of the year okay, right
2: now. Me. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But based on Let me Isaac do the comments.
0: Told, what Isaac just told me on that schedule, uh, they don't play anybody until they play Philly. Yeah. Or Dallas, you know?
1: Uh, well, hi- hang on now. Seattle. Seattle is... Seattle show improvement. Let's give him. I'll, I'll give him a half a, a half game with Seattle. All right, you're hey, playing half. You know, thing is,
0: I honestly is Seattle at home.
1: Uh, I is it at home? Let me check. I think it. Yeah, it's a late game. It is. They're on the. Oh, mm.
0: I like Seattle. Yeah. And th- th- this week, this week right here, Defender of the North fifty-two. This week right here will show you why I don't believe in the Giants. Maybe they'll make me eat my words, but I'm telling you, Seattle is gonna beat the brakes off of those boys. They're gonna put up 30 plus on them.
1: Quick tangent here. Um Someone I'm, very said that. Imp- I'm very impressed with Seattle. Uh I I I, I, I peg I penned them to upset the Chargers because uh LA has uh not been installing any confidence in me. But uh I didn't think they would do it that well. Like they whooped them. It wasn't even close. The score makes it look closer than it was. Seattle Geno Smith and Russell Wilson had a Freaky Friday situation and switched brains. That's the only yeah. way that I can explain how the Broncos and Russell Wilson have played so terribly and how um, and how Seattle and Geno Smith have looked so good. They're leading mm-hmm. the NFC West right now. That's it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it. Speaking of divisions, here's the current playoff picture. We're almost at the halfway point of the season. Here's what the playoffs look like right now. In the AFC, Buffalo would get the first round by. The wild card games would be Los Angeles Chargers at Chiefs, Miami at Tennessee, and the Jets at the Ravens. The only the team Jets. really in the hunt right now is Cincinnati and maybe Indianapolis. But uh, now that Matt Ryan's nah, Yeah, no. <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> I know, right? Imagine
0: the Jets
2: being in the playoffs. Wow.
1: The Jets. It would end up breaking the longest uh, current playoff drought. If route. we get the Jets
0: and the Giants in the playoffs this year, wow.
2: Is New York going to be okay?
0: I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and slam a, a Giants-Jets Super Bowl
1: bet just, just for the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the current NFC playoff look, picture looks like this. Eagles get a first-round bye. Then it would be go Ram, Rams at Vikings, Cowboys at Seahawks, and Giants at Buccaneers. Weird, so weird. Hey,
0: what's crazy about that is one one loss from the Such Rams. Such a weird week. year, yeah. It is one, one loss from the Rams this week, a win from the Commanders this week. All four NFC East teams are in the playoffs.
1: That is absolutely ridiculous. That while well, the NFC may be bad. Um. Outside of the Panthers, Saints, and Lions, everyone else is still pretty much in the hunt. Chicago, Arizona, Atlanta, Green Bay, San Francisco, Washington, they all are just one game out of the playoffs right now. Carolina, New Orleans are two games out. And honestly, as a Bucks fan, I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Lions, they're just sad at this point. I, I thought yeah. out of the bye, they'd be fine. And they're going up against Dak, who's still, you know, a little fresh from his hand injury. But nope, Zeke decided to be fed that week, this week. So it's Feed sad. Zeke. Yeah. So we're halfway through the show now. I think we do our game picks and then we move on to our other sports. Yes. So Yes. Week here week seven. Uh week seven was the first week. Yes, Defender of North. Every NFC yeah. East team would get it. Every
0: North. NFC East team. If the Rams lose this week and commanders win, then every NFC East team is in the playoffs right now.
1: I love it. I love it. Embrace the chaos. Chaos. So week seven was the first time this week, this year, that every one of us had uh winning records. I finished with a ten and four record. Calvin was nine and five. Kylie was eight and six. The big losers for us is that we all picked New England on Monday night. Uh yeah. You can't blame us. We legit did not see that coming. Overall, I'm currently yeah. leading with a 60 and 48 record. Calvin, you're second fifty five and fifty three. Kylie fifty three and fifty seven overall.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So with 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 my commanders holding the Bears at seven points the week before, there was no way I was picking the Bears over the Patriots.
1: I'm. I'm not blaming you. No, I, I would never have picked them. And by the way, the Patriots have a quarterback controversy now because right. Mac Jones got benched for Bailey Zappi, but if Bailey Zappi got benched for Mac Jones. Uh, Belichick, it's like, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? You're <laughs> supposed to be a quarterback whisperer. Uh. But anyway. Week eight, we got some really interesting matchups. Not a lot of matchups between te- like top ten teams, but some good matchups between some middle of the road teams. And we're gonna start with Thursday night, Baltimore versus Tampa. And while I am a Buccaneers diehard, I gotta go with the Ravens.
0: Uh oh yeah, you know that you know you know I'm rocking with my boy. You know I'm rocking with my boy, big like- man.
2: Like I said, if I don't pick the Ravens, I'm going to be single, so I'm going Ravens.
1: All right. Next up, oh, uh, we're we're skipping this game, the London Is game. Happy new Brady. Hey, we'll see. I wouldn't say that yet. <laughs> okay. Our uh, our London game this week, Broncos and Jags. We are sub. Thankfully, it's on ESPN Plus, so most people won't watch it. But uh, give me Jacksonville. <sighs> What's up, Kylie? You just started into a robot. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, there she is. Okay, you're back. Kylie, say something. Well, while we wait for Kylie, Calvin, who do you got winning uh, Broncos-Jags? Uh,
0: it was... <sighs> That's such a hard game to pick. Just because – I, I I don't know. I don't see the Broncos continuing to lose, but I don't see the Jags losing too straight. I, I just, it's a toss-up. Jesus. Uh, I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence, man. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence.
1: All right, Jacksonville. Riley, I, I like can you that, hear us?
0: I like that Bucks yeah. take uh, defender of the North, but uh, no good.
2: Shut up, Mike. <laughs> Shut up.
1: Riley, <laughs> you're taking Jacksonville, right?
2: Um, against the Broncos? Yeah. No, you're the Broncos.
1: Okay. All right, Kyle. I see you. Uh, NFC South showdown, Panthers and Falcons. I'm taking Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, Yeah. Got to roll with, uh, got to roll with Derek. Yep.
2: Atlanta. Uh, That's that's true. Got to roll Congo. Um, I'm, I'm going Panthers.
1: Hey, you know what? They might have the, – they have the momentum. They probably the, – the Falcons got fleeced by the Broncos, like just flayed, skinned alive last week. So I, yeah. I get it. Um, and,
0: and the Panthers upset Brady, so yeah. I, I don't – I'm not picking the Panthers this week. No way. Yeah. Yeah. You know that uh, that game – sorry to interrupt, Isaac. But no, you're good. That, game, that was the first time that um, – I think it's been like – four or five years in the NFL that the the uh there was a team so Yikes. highly favored the uh money line for the Bucks was minus eight hundred. Damn damn I think the uh I think the uh money line for the um Panthers was like plus six fifty. So if you would have put a hundred dollars down you would have got six fifty back.
1: Wow wild. Um next matchup Bears and Cowboys, old-fashioned NFC match. I'm taking Dallas. Dak Prescott looked solid in his return. I, 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 I like the Bears defender of the North
0: it. just said down there. That's a very great, very great take there.
2: Kyle Pitts is new here this
0: year? Yeah. I couldn't tell you. But um, who did Dallas play? Detroit. No, this week. Uh, Bears. Bears. Oh, I like Dallas. But um, it can have something to do with the uh, quarterback situation, Defender of the North, because Marcus Mariota isn't really all that he's hyped up to be. I, I, honestly, I would be starting Desmond Ritter, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, Mariota has been the same since the guy came out of Oregon. Even when he was with Tennessee, he really wasn't that great of a quarterback. That's another example of Heisman guys that come into the NFL and they're not the same. So, yeah, uh, yeah. It I, I I don't think it's really all on Kyle Pitts. It has a
1: lot to do with his quarterback situation as well.
2: Yeah, I am also going to go with
1: Cowboys. All right. Yeah, last time we picked uh, one team against the Bears, all of us. Well, Monday night happened, so I just warning. Uh, no, Dolphins no at way. Lions. Dolphins at Lions. Tua is back uh, and looking okay. Uh, and the Lions are sad. I'm taking Miami.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I'm going Miami.
1: All right, Cardinals at Vikings. This game could be a little bit of a sneaker. You got a, a a Cardinals team coming off a big season-shifting win against the Saints versus a Vikings team fresh off a of bye with only one loss. Vikings. I'm going with Minnesota, too. Minnesota is a uh, more complete team to me. Honestly, give me the Cardinals. All right, Raiders and the Saints—two teams that desperately need a win to get their season going. Uh, You guys know what I'm going to pick. I I can't root for the Saints, so go Raiders.
2: Yeah, sorry.
1: The Cardinals' defense sucks. Give me the Vikings. (laughs) Kyle, you said Raiders, right? Yep. Calvin, you got Raiders Saints.
0: Raiders Saints. Uh, Raiders
1: Saints. Is James Winston back? I don't think so. Give me the Raiders. All right, Patriots and Jets. rivalry, big rivalry in the AFC East with a little bit of a spin on this year. Now, the Jets are without Brees Hall because he tore his ACLs after the season, but they traded for James Robinson, who is a pretty good back. That was
2: so surprising. I'm just,
1: I, I gotta go with the Jets. I'm going Jets. I'm going with the Jets, too. If the Jets win this week, I will stop freaking out about them and acting like like there's some weird, uh, some weird um, homunculus in the corner that everyone's afraid to talk about. Uh, Battle of Philadelphia, uh, sorry, Battle of Pennsylvania, Steelers and Eagles, a game that we really, really had hoped would be a lot more hyped up, but is not, unfortunately. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles to win this one because the Steelers have a lot of issues.
2: We better kick their ass.
0: Whatever the
1: spread is on the Eagles,
0: take the spread on the Eagles. The Steelers are ass. <laughs> uh, who was it that put up thirty eight against them not so long ago?
1: Buffalo. Yeah, thirty eight to three. Yeah, that's a, that's what I expect. No,
2: nah, we're we're not doing we're not doing all that here.
1: <laughs> hey, I will say this about the Steelers: the Steelers, their last two games haven't looked horrible. I mean, you know, considering what they did to us, and then that game against Miami is like, hey, they they kept Miami out of the end zone in the second half. So
0: they also had four dropped interceptions, they could have won that game. Yeah,
1: they really need Kenny Pickett to stop throwing interceptions, though. His he's really living up to his team. I think we know what, uh, what favorite team who defender of the North's favorite team is. Yeah,
2: right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, reds 10 and a half. Oh, yeah, Mike, I like that. The Eagles by 10 and a half. Yes, yeah,
2: Take, take
1: it. All right, okay. Titans, Texans, one of my uh sneaky favorite rivalries in the AFC South. There's something about if you look at them upside down. If you think about it, this is probably one of the better rivalries in the AFC South just for the fact that the Titans used to be the Houston Oilers. So Houston always views this as uh, you know, their old uh their old roommate coming back to uh, you know, pick up like a welfare check or something and them whooping his ass. Uh, but give me Tennessee, because Houston is easily the worst team in the league.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh Wait, who did Houston upset last week?
1: Uh, they were off last week. They upset uh, Jacksonville for their only win. Uh, <sighs> yeah, give me Derrick Henry. I don't even know yeah. why I just thought about it. All right, uh, Washington versus Indianapolis. Carson Wentz's first revenge game, that unfortunately won't be happening because he is out for the time being with an injury. So it is this another second case of-
2: revenge game.
1: Second revenge game, right? So it is uh, Taylor Heineke versus Sam Ellinger. How about that for a quarterback matchup? Uh, hey, give me Washington.
0: If, if the NFL loved us, they'd give us what we want and move us to that Sunday night game. Sam Ellinger versus Taylor Heineke Sunday night. Um, <laughs> but uh, give me, give me my boys. Give me, give me my boys, man. I,
1: I'm going with us. Yes, yeah, All right, Clean Seat for Washington there. 49ers and Rams, Battle of California, Part Two. Uh, this game is very crucial now considering what happened to the Seahawks. So, what you guys got? I'm taking San Francisco because uh, the Niners kind of own the Rams.
2: I got CMC. Yeah.
1: I'm like, what? Yeah.
2: That still blows my mind.
1: Taking San Francisco? <laughs> nah.
0: <laughs> Hey look, I was <laughs> I was just saying, man. You know, I no, no Sam Elliger definitely doesn't belong near a primetime game. I was just trolling, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh but uh wait, what's the matchup?
1: Uh 49ers Rams.
0: Oh yeah. Jesus. I hate division games. <laughs> yeah. I hate division games. They're such they're,
2: they really are. Even you can have the best team in the league and the worst team in the league in the same division. The matchup will be just
0: that's what I'm Paris. saying. Even even when even when Brady was in New England and Miami was some shit, Miami found a way to dominate Brady every Ooh, year.
1: Yeah. Just so we're clear, San Francisco has not lost to the Rams in the regular season since 2019.
0: <sighs> See, and that's another thing. I'm going Rams. Okay.
1: I was going to pick Rams originally, but then CMC got traded, so uh, yeah. Uh, Giants and Seahawks, my big my my big game of the week. Two teams trying to prove themselves legit. I'm taking the Giants to win this one. Calvin, I know you said earlier you're taking the Seahawks. Uh, me
2: too. I like Seattle. Right. Me
1: too. I'm telling you all, Giants are going to win. Uh, Sunday Night Football, Packers-Bills. I'm sure the NFL has a good reason for scheduling this as Sunday night. I know we all thought this would be a competitive uh, – no, give me Buffalo by 20 <laughs> –
2: Buffalo by fucking
1: forty.
0: Uh, I feel like this is the Vegas game this week.
1: Uh oh. But I don't do it. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Finally, Monday Night Football, NFL Halloween Spectacular: the two orange teams playing each other, Battle of Ohio, Bengals Browns. I'm taking Cincinnati.
2: I'll be in Philly for that game. Um. Yeah.
1: Same
0: yeah I like my boy bust down, Joe.
1: I will say this uh Cleveland confuses me. They play all their games really close to the chest uh but they don't they're not good, but they play well. It's so weird. yeah. let's do a quick rundown of the NHL as it go okay, so NHL uh we are two weeks in, and um all my all the teams I like are bad. <laughs> um, right now, quick rundown. So in the Atlantic, Boston is on a tear. Last night, they played Dallas in a matchup between the two best teams in the league and Boston won. Uh, they are 6-1-0, 12 points leading the league. They look awesome. Florida is currently hanging on to second with Ottawa, uh, showing that that preseason hype may have been worth it there in third. Buffalo holding on to the wild card spot. They hold the longest playoff drought in the NHL. So obviously it would be really fun to see them get back in. Detroit is looking young and fun. Uh Toronto is uh they're, 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 they're in the mix too. But Tampa and Montreal are not looking good. Montreal looks like the rebuild is still gone strong. while Tampa looks is fully in collapse mode. And as a Tampa fan, kill me. Um in the Metropolitan, Carolina and Pittsburgh are in a two-horse race for the lead, but it is pretty tight for second place. Flyers are looking good. Washington's gotten out of their early slump. The devils are impressing. There you go, Kylie. And the Rangers, the team Finally. I picked to win the East. Uh the Rangers are uh they're struggling a bit. They're three, two, and two. Good. Um yeah. The uh, uh
0: Devils looked real good last night, too,
1: man. Yeah. Dev- yes, devils. sir. Devils are impressing. Uh Columbus is continuing to disappoint. Johnny Hockey, it looks like wasn't the answer. Uh the Islanders <laughs> are the Islanders, meanwhile. Oh man, the Islanders What'd are terrible. Do? And guess good. what we have to watch tonight on national TV, the Islanders. Woohoo! Yay. I love it. I love watching the Islanders. Just who I want to watch. Uh, over in the West, in the central, Dallas had a firm grip on the division to start the season off. Dallas looks really good. Jay Gautinger is playing like a madman, but they slipped up recently with the loss to Boston. So Colorado is back and tied with them in first place. Uh, Avalanche looking like the same Stanley cup champions that they should be playing like. Chicago, surprisingly, is holding on to second place. Um, Don't know how to feel about that, but uh, I think the Blackhawks have purged most of the people from their scandal years out, so I guess it's okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, St. Louis was the only undefeated team in the league for uh, about half of last week, but now they have lost. Um, They and Winnipeg are kind of in the middle. Winnipeg, hard to guess what they are. Minnesota and Nashville are both uh, not good. And Arizona is not horrible, but they're pretty bad. And that's what happens when you play in a college, uh, and you play in a college arena. Defender of the North wants to know: Wait, if she likes the Eagles, why doesn't she like the Flyers? Kylie, you want to explain this one?
2: Yeah. Okay. So when I was a kid, uh, I am from the Capitals' country. My entire family is Flyers. Uh, I was looking for a team. And and I was told by everybody in my family that I cannot be a Devils fan because we are a Flyers family. And I said, screw that. I'll be a Devils fan, including the fact that my sister went to Rutgers in New Jersey. So stubborn, stupid me picked the Devils, and we have more rings. So go Devils.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Finally, in the Pacific. Waiting for
2: Mike's comment.
1: (laughs) Finally, in the Pacific, uh, Vegas is back to their winning ways. 12 points, 6-2 record. They currently are tied with the Bruins for the best, uh, most points in the league. (laughs) Did Mike respond?
2: (laughs) Because she likes to be
1: miserable. (laughs) Uh, Calgary is currently second uh, with 10 points. So despite going on a fire sale of all their good players, they look to be okay. Uh, Hey, shout out to the Seattle Kraken. Kraken are in third place pretty right much. now. That Kraken are looking pretty good. Yeah, uh, Los Angeles also is looking solid. Edmonton, I mean, screw them, but they're they're looking okay. Uh, San Jose had a rough start, but they're starting to get it together. They're still, two and seven isn't that good. Uh, Anaheim though, five straight losses. Yikes! But no, I one... did
2: like the Sharks for a couple of seconds because I liked Sharks when I was a kid and I was playing NHL, and that was the first team I ever played as.
1: Right now. <laughs> no one is worse than the Vancouver Canucks. 05 and two, just two points. They have lost seven straight. Uh, don't worry about their fans. Damn. Their fans only get pissed off when uh, when they win. Uh, current stat leaders in the NHL leading points. Uh, it is a four way tie in points with twelve each between Valeri Nichushkin of Colorado, David Pasternak of Boston, Artemi Panarin of the Rangers, and Jesper Bratt of the Devils. Uh, Brad Pack. Our,
2: Jesse is the best player in the NHL.
1: Our <laughs> leading goal scorers are Valeri Nishushkin, Steven Stamkos. Let's go. And Andre, uh, I'm going to butcher this. Andre Svechnikov of Carolina with seven goals each. Leader and plus minus is Shea Theodore of, Ve- of the Vegas Golden Knights. Your leading goaltender, goals against average leader, is Craig Anderson of Buffalo with a solid 1.00. Sure 0-0. as hell
2: in Mackenzie Blackwood.
1: Anderson also leads in save percentage at Mm -hmm. 0.970. Leading the way in wins is Linus Utmark. Sorry, Linus Ulmark. I thought those were T's on my screen. Linus Ulmark of Boston with five wins. So right now, it's looking like Boston and Vegas Vegas are going to be the teams to beat so far. Uh, But it's been a fun season, unless you're a fan of a team that was good last year, because most of them aren't good. (laughs) Or beautiful lightning.
2: It's only midway through the season, or it's only two weeks in the
1: season. Yeah, it just it feels bad. Um, let's go over to the NBA. They, they, they got a week down. Um, I think the first thing we need to talk about are the teams that are off to a very slow start. Can Mets, we not? That's Sixers, Mavericks, and Heat are off to very slow starts. And I'm very, as a Heat fan, I'm very curious about what's going on here.
0: I'm glad you didn't, I'm glad you didn't add my boys in there.
1: Oh, we're, oh we they're have, in there too. Well, uh, we're, <laughs> we're talking about them later.
2: They're not off to a slow start. They're off to an expected start.
0: Yeah.
1: Man, relax. <laughs> so the Nets, I expected the Nets to get off to a slow start. I think. yeah, <laughs> Ben Simmons has
2: more thousand points.
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, I think most people can agree that the, that the Brooklyn Nets struggling not only was expected, but uh, is welcomed.
2: We um, won the trade.
1: <clears> speaking of, but yeah, the Sixers, though. Kylie, what's up with the Sixers? Who cares who won the trade? Ben's <laughs> ass. <laughs> uh I, I I the Heat, I think the best way to describe them. The Heat need time to warm up, it looks like.
2: So the Sixers, in all yeah. in all seriousness. Um Doc Rivers, I've mostly been focusing on the Phillies right now, and we'll get into that later. But um Doc Rivers has hasn't been playing Matisse Steibel, who is our better one of our best defenders. He hasn't... He's been playing Embiid too much to get him... Because he had uh, plantar fasciitis, I believe it was. And so he has been, like, exhausted. And instead of playing the backup center you brought in for this exact freaking reason, you put Embiid in for 40 minutes. Like, it's just yeah, sorry Mike, I it's faster to say doc, but yes, he has lost his uh PhD in basketball. Um He I could go on a whole tangent. Like I love this dude as a person, he's a great person. But as a coach, he is like he is the Girardi of the Sixers. Riding the, the high of the the late 2000s championship that he won, that was over a decade ago, and hasn't done anything since. And it's the exact same thing. And if we get rid of him sooner than the Phillies got rid of Girardi, maybe we'll be in a better position. But until then, we're not going to do anything. I know he didn't have a
1: PhD. <laughs> I personally, I I hope you guys get it together because Philly sports are just riding on fly.
2: Hey, what's up, Yoni? Not top 15 coach of all time. They made an anniversary list. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. 1,000%.
1: Everyone from the 2008 Celtics act like they were a damn dynasty.
2: Just just because they beat
1: the Kobe Lakers, that's it. They, they 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 were a one off team that made it back two years later and got exposed. Well, actually, that went to seven games. They were
2: supposed to be better than they were, and that's because of Glen Rivers. S- they
1: made the frame for super team for their super team era, but um, yeah, the I The Celtics wouldn't.
2: themselves, as a history, are a dynasty. They have the Celtics have had championships. championships.
1: Celtics have had three dynasties: the '60 Celtics, who are probably the greatest team that ever existed, if it wasn't yeah. for the '90s Bulls. The '70 Celtics, which. I mean, actually, no. Seventy Celtics aren't a dynasty because they only won two. That's not a dynasty. That's just oh, they went on a they went on a good run for about for halfway through the decade. But the That's eighty true. Celtics definitely you can say are a dynasty because they were consistently winning the East. You know, they were stacked with talent, and they just are. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yes, Defender of the North says the late two thousand Celtics are underrated. They are. They 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 are. I think, but I think at the same the reason.
2: They're underrated is because of how good the Lakers are. The Lakers were and how good. The, the East was pretty good, if I remember correctly, back then. Eh. So it kind of gets over. Le- LeBron's,
1: LeBron's Cavs in 2007 won the East, and it was literally just LeBron and a bunch of taxi drivers.
2: That's fair. That's fair. So
1: He also had the best record in the NBA that year. Let's not forget
2: that. <laughs> then you got Calvin in with the LeBron stuff. <laughs>
1: 22 years old. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of – okay, so – Those are the teams that are off to slow starts, but off to good starts. Wizards, Blazers, and Spurs. I expected the Blazers. I know that, you know, I mean, Dame's not going to be there forever. They got to get him a ring eventually, so I expected the Blazers. But the Spurs and the Wizards, that's impressive. (laughs) I like that. We're not starting this conversation. No, we've
2: had this conversation too many times.
1: Every you can go back <laughs> in our catalog of episodes, and pretty much every episode that we've had has had at least one argument between who the best basketball player of all time is. Whatever. But but I've
2: seen but, Jordan in person. It's Jordan.
0: Back to what you were saying, though, Isaac. Uh, honestly, the Wizards. The Wizards. uh Who do I think it is? Defender of the North. You don't have to ask me. I'm I'm right with you. <laughs> I'm right with you. That guy over there in in L.A. That's the best to ever do it. But um. No, the Wizards, though, I actually am not impressed. I, I, well, I wouldn't say impressed. Um, I'm not surprised by the Wizards' yeah. start. Because this team, they actually gelled together last year. Um,
2: <laughs> Jordan Space Jam was better. Yeah, it that's was. That's true.
0: Jordan Space Jam was <laughs> better. But, you know. but uh, yeah, the Wizards, they actually constructed <clears throat> this team last year, and they actually started to mesh very well last year. Yeah. But – Over the offseason, I feel like there were individuals who became better. I'll start with Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma has been oh my
2: god, he's been insane for the Wizards.
0: Start this year, yeah.
2: I love him.
0: Peter, um, Porzingis is playing more like Porzingis first did when he first came into the league. You know, he's back on the boards again, he's damn near double double every night. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, Brad Beal has the back tightness or whatever he has going on right now, but. The team as a whole, they look like they're very well meshed together and, you know, they they look like they want to win basketball games. Um, So I'm actually not too surprised by the Wizards. I actually expected them to be off to a good start and a better start than they had last year.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they made the playoffs in 2000 – whenever we lost to the Hawks, 2021. Um, I mean that that was with when they had a good Russell Westbrook, but that team as a whole, they've they've been quietly building that team. Yeah, they they've had players obviously that have been awful, but they have they've always had Bradley Beal, and when you have Bradley Beal, your team is gonna be better than what it should be, and then you have. Porzingis, Kuzma, like everybody we've mentioned, who have just been good for the Wizards, but not enough people are talking about it.
0: Why does he have to be that Mike?
2: <laughs> Is an insufferable <laughs> human being.
1: <laughs> Call him oh, a man. bully.
2: Kuzma has a, Kuzma has had a weird career. Yeah. So really, good really, they did have a good start this year.
1: Now, of all the team, all the starts we've seen through this first week. Um, Guy, you said this. You think the Lakers have had the most expected start?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: They're one of just three winless <laughs> teams alongside with the Magic and the Kings. And yeah. two of those teams we expect to be winless. But, um, yeah. What's up with the Lakers? They
0: just have no chemistry. You want me to speak as a, a Lakers fan or a NBA analyst? NBA um, analyst. NBA analyst. butthead. Uh... Usually not even a Lakers fan. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron fan. Um, But uh, what's going on with the Lakers is the same shit that's been going on last year. They have too much media drama. Yeah. Um, Too focused on the media. Too focused on who's not doing well. That too. Davis being made of glass. Yeah. Uh, I actually wouldn't say that because if we look at Anthony Davis' stats this year, he showed up all three games so far. All three games he showed up. There was a game where Russell Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn, and Pat Bev went one for twenty-one combined. Um, so you know that that there. And then on top of that, look at the roster construction. Whoever constructed this roster, forty-seven million dollars starter who needs a ball, just like LeBron. Expect LeBron is way better at everything. But look at the look at the roster construction. Why would you have? Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook on the same basketball team. That's number one. We'll start. Yeah. There. Um then uh where are your shooters at? Your 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 highest percentage shooter is probably the guy that's in year 20 right now. Exactly. Um not only that, uh when when LeBron or A D are out the game, who can score for those guys? Nobody. They don't have any scores, they don't have any you know, killer or Mamba mentality guys, uh, right? It, it, I, I, the the Lakers, they just they don't look like they want to play basketball right now. Way too many
2: undersized guards, and AD spends too much time outside the paint. Yeah,
0: thousand percent, Jonathan. He spent AD AD has
2: to be a true center.
0: It's like you're two hundred and sixty five pounds. Why are you not down in the in the paint where you're supposed to be? This man wants to shoot threes and go 0 for 4 from the three-point line and stuff like that. Like, no. That's not what Shaq and them were doing back in the day to dominate. You're a big. Go dominate inside the paint.
2: Yeah, and I mean, with the new NBA, they do want centers shooting more. You know, look at Embiid, Jokic, Karl-Anthony Towns. They're all shooting threes. But there's one thing different. They also kick ass in the paint. Yes. So, as a center, I, I get you don't want to be a center, but too bad you're tall as shit. You're making a lot of money. You're going to be a center. Use that to your advantage.
1: Like, I, I, I know, I know we're not talking about them, but I just want to take this moment to once again slander the Golden State Warriors for ruining <laughs> basketball, for introducing exactly. positionless basketball. Because if that never happened, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Like, <laughs> AD would shut up and be a center. Like, but, but no, yeah, no. AD One has never and- liked to
2: be a center. Everybody, that's everybody's been saying that he, he likes to spread out. But when you're not shooting the three, like you should, you got to do something else.
0: Yeah, and that's a great point. Uh, make adjustments. That he's never been a true center. Also, I know Westbrook does, but someone's telling me he
2: does. If you looked at what he did on the Wizards. That's not a fluke. That's who he is.
0: I I think Russell is just playing to get out of L.A. now. At this yes. Point. Uh, yes. Because there was a – the game against the Trailblazers the other night, there was a very questionable shot that what Russell Westbrook <laughs> was, Like 33 <laughs> seconds left in the game. Mm-hmm. Tie game or down by two or something like that, and the guy just gets the inbound and comes down and just shoots. It. Like it, it just didn't make any sense. I think the guy is just absolutely playing to get traded at this point. But he does definitely still have value because I believe Russell Westbrook can still be the triple-double guy that we all know he is to be.
2: Absolutely.
0: I just don't think that this, this system for him to be the triple-double guy that he needs to nah. be. There's too, many, there's too many playmakers on the... No, I wouldn't say playmakers. There's too many uh, NBA stars on the floor that need the ball in their hands. LeBron needs the ball in his hands. AD needs the ball in his hands. Russell Westbrook needs the ball in his hands. So you know, between LeBron and Russell, they're the two that are touching it the most, bringing it up to.
2: <laughs> On a team that goes nowhere, yeah.
0: yeah. The, the between LeBron and Russell, they're the two that touches the ball the most. So, you know, it messes Russell's game up when he's not getting 100% of the time taking the ball up court or something like that, like he was in OKC or like he was in Washington. Um, But. I don't know, man. The Lakers are just terrible. It's just what it is at this point. They're just terrible. I think he just
2: needs a fresh start. I feel so bad for him because he's a good guy, and he's just like getting shit on left and right, and it's ridiculous. Well, they, yeah.
0: they 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 should have just traded him in the offseason, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know but why they didn't. Blame on him. I won't put all the blame on Russell Westbrook. It's not just no. Westbrook. Like yeah, the dude does some questionable shit, but the Lakers as a whole as an organization are absolutely terrible. Starting with Rob polenka That guy's a f- complete dumbass. He's he is not 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 person-wise, but owner-wise, he is Dan Snyder of the NBA when it comes to constructing a roster.
1: I'll go with that. Yeah. When I'll it comes to that.
0: constructing a roster, Rob polenka is Dan Snyder of the NBA. This guy can't construct a roster for shit and and the the year they won the championship in 2020 lebron constructed that roster he brought all those guys onto the team so you know after that it's like (laughs) well uh
1: before we move on we're gonna quickly look at the standings and our stat leaders so right now in the east uh, sorry sorry
0: sorry sorry i don't mean to cut you off
1: no go ahead go ahead
0: can we talk about my boy Jason Tatum real quick?
1: No. Oh, the man, is, the man is single-handedly carrying my fantasy team. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I like <laughs> Jason Tatum. Yeah.
0: Hey, I'll just keep it quick and brief. You're better. Y'all, a while ago, my boy, he's ready. He's coming. He's determined. He's very upset about that championship loss, and now my boy is going to win MVP this year. I know. I said. I know. I said LeBron being biased the other day when we said MVP takes, but. My my true MVP take is Jason Tatum. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> All right, I like it. We did mention the
2: Blazers having a good start, but I don't remember if we mentioned the Jazz having a good start.
0: Yeah, the Jazz uh, was better than I
1: think anyone expected them to. Uh,
0: we did not mention the Jazz, Jonathan. That is crazy. The Jazz, I did not expect them to even have one win at this point of the the, the season. To be they're honest, they're three and one,
1: and the second yeah. seed in the West. It's ridiculous. Speaking of seeding, here's what it looks like right now. One weekend. In the East, Boston leads the Atlantic by half a game over the Knicks. Raptors have settled into third. Nets and Sixers, yeah, but they'll get it together. Well, hopefully the Sixers do. In the Central, Bucks are currently undefeated at two and zero. Cavs currently sit second, half a game behind. Then you got Chicago, uh, Indiana, and Detroit. Pacers and Pistons, yeah, they're clearly they're clearly tanking for uh, the French kid whose name is hard to pronounce. Victor Webinyama. Webinyama. Why? Yeah, uh, something like that. In the Southeast, Washington, 3-1, and one leads the way. Charlotte, 2-1. and one. Okay. I see that. Atlanta, 2-1. and one. Gross. Uh, Miami's 1-3. <laughs> and three. They'll get it together. Orlando is 0-4. Oh Look, you can say all you want about the Lakers. At least you're not the Magic. Hey, but I'll say this. Apollo Banchero.
2: I was just about to say, Apollo Banchero is looking into
1: good. His he's already posturized a guy. Yeah. I like what I see. I, I like what I see. He's,
0: he's hit his over in points every game so far this year. He's so.
2: averaging like 22.5 points a game, I think.
0: If, last if, season. You, need a, if you need a nice bet. Pablo, uh Mancaro's over
1: in points. So over in the West. Charlotte won't last. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. In the West, Portland, 4-0. and Best team in the NBA right now. Where did that come from? They lead the Northwest. Utah's 3-1. and They're second. Denver's 2-2. and They're tied for third place in the Northwest with Minnesota. Good job, you know, uh, Oklahoma City, well, yeah, less said about them, the better. It's going to be a long <laughs> season. Uh, I want to see those two go at it. OKC okay, okay, actually year had on the
0: court. a very, great upset last night, though. Uh, I forgot who they played, but yeah, they, they they beat them pretty good.
1: Over in the Pacific, Phoenix leads the way at three and one, and they are the only team that will qualify for the playoffs right now in the Pacific. Golden State they're uh, <laughs> two and two, uh, but it's still early for them. Clippers are two and two. Sacramento's zero and three. Lakers, uh, yeah. Uh, and in the Southwest, uh, San Antonio and New Orleans three and one starts for both of them. Pelicans look really good. Uh, Memphis is also three and one. It's a three way tie for first. Mavericks are one and two. They're a game and a half behind, and Houston is two games behind. So that's the way it looks right now. In terms of your uh, season stat leaders, uh, John ja Morant leads the way, averaging 35.3 points per game. He's going uh, stupid. Trey Young leads in assists with 11.7. Let me get a fuck, Trey Young, in the comments. Yeah. Uh Steph Curry leads the way with three feet with uh three three pointers per game. Of course. Rudy wait, Gobert. Oh wait,
2: wait, wait, how many?
1: Uh five per game. I
2: was about to say.
1: Yeah. Um Rudy Gobert leads the way with uh 15.3 rebounds per game. Uh Brooke Lopez, <laughs> 3.5 blocks per game. He leads there. And uh DeJounte Murray leads with 3.3 steals per game. So the usual suspects. Yeah. Um just so you know, for any Sixers fans out there, James Harden is third in assists right now with 9.8. The beard!
0: If, happens, if that happens, that would be incredible. That Wimbenayama guy. Wimbenayama. Yeah, he, he he's incredible.
1: So, before we go, we have one last thing to talk about. The World Series is finally upon us. Yes! The Championship, the championship Series were... Uh, well, one of them was interesting. Uh, my Yankees were swept. I have come to accept it. There's a lot of work to be done. And that's all I'll say. Go <sighs> Phillies. Go Phillies. Go Fightins. I don't want to see those cheating, those cheating ass. What, I'm, I'm trying to keep it PG for the podcast. I don't want to see those cheaters from Texas anywhere, anywhere near a World Series parade. I have enough I have had enough of seeing Houston in the World Series every year. This is the third time in the last five years that they've been in the World Series. Enough, fourth and sixth. Yeah. Fourth and sixth. Enough.
0: It even Give me even, Philly. Even being in their division and being a Mets fan, I'm I'm rocking with the Phillies, man. Uh I, I hate the Astros. I'm rocking with you guys. You guys are hot right now. Caught fire at the the greatest time in baseball. You caught fire. So yeah, uh, I'm rocking with the Phillies. Hope you guys take care of business. It's just it's it's very sad because us two here had the best teams in baseball. Hey, hey yo, football.
1: hey hey, hey, no, hey, no, 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 hey no 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 hey, no 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 hey hey click off this video right now. You don't deserve no. to watch. It. <laughs> we, we, we do not we do not we do not condone Astro support in this house. No, they don't. What? How are you going to say they deserve a W when they— uh... They got their win, and then they cheated to try and get a second. But hey, I'll say this. The Astros, ever since when They sold their soul for that World Series. Because think about it. Think about it. The year after the World Series, they lose to Boston in the ALCS. The year after, they get exposed by Washington in the cheating scandal. The year after that, they lose to the Rays. The year after that, oh— they lose to the Braves in the World Series. That one stung even more because it's the Braves, the team that, you know, sold their stadium to get out of Atlanta because we just think our fan base would be better in the north of the city. What do you really mean? They they sold their soul to the devil, too, and now they've been punished by losing to teams that, to be honest, they really should have beaten. And now they've sold their souls again. Uh, I'm taking Phillies in seven. I like Phillies in seven. Sorry, Kylie. It's gonna. There are gonna be multiple heart attacks. Uh, I can't deny that Houston is really, really good, but uh, Phillies in seven, dude. That's fine. You can root for the Astros all you want, but we're 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 gonna be. We're, we're not gonna
2: win the Super Bowl. We're not gonna win the Super Bowl.
1: Kylie, what's no. your take as a Philly as a resident Phillies fan? What's your take on your team making it back to the World Series uh, for the first time since two thousand and nine? Great year, by the way.
2: Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, obviously, I bought the shirt. I I don't like buying postseason merch when we don't win it all. If we don't win it all, like, I always wait until the end because I don't want to be reminded of that. But, um, dude, this team is insane right now. Like, Philly's a new... Dude, if Philly becomes a new Boston with a championship every year... Y- Philly is gonna be blown off the face of the earth. Like we're, it's not gonna survive. They're gonna have to find electricity. They're gonna have to put all the like light poles. They're gonna have to be made out of something you can't cl- like. They greased the poles a day before, and the fans still managed to climb up the poles when we won the game.
1: America does not have the infrastructure. To support no. the Phillies winning the World Series. <laughs> <No>. Especially after, <laughs> after spending almost an entire decade out of the postseason to come roaring back mm-hmm. and make the playoffs.
2: Hey, I'll take uh, it. I'll take it. What good? I I will take it. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: wait, keep going. There's something I want to get into, but keep keep going. So,
2: not only am I rooting for the Phillies because I'm a Phillies fan and I hate the Astros. But like, when I say I think the Phillies could win it, it's not gonna be like it's gonna be extremely close. It's gonna be a heart attack. It's gonna be a one nothing, two nothing, 10 nine kind of games. Like they're gonna be extremely close games because both pitching and both off all, both teams, like both pitching and both offense are, Insane. Nola and Wheeler will be pitching four out of the seven games. Ranger has been an amazing day three guy. So, he could probably pitch two of the games too. And We only have one game to worry about, and that's with Syndergaard going to be on the mound as a starter for game four, I bet, depending on the situation. So, I think we can do it, and it'll be very interesting to see what happens. I will be there if I'm going to be at the parade if we win. And for every game, there's a there's an opportunity to win the whole thing. I will be up in Philly because I want to be on Broad Street if it happens that night.
1: So, I did some research like I always (sighs) do to try and see if these two teams have played before in the postseason. I always love doing that. Remember that? No, uh, 1980. The Astros and That's the Phillies right, the
2: That's did right.
1: play before in the 1980 National League Championship Series. Now, I know how some yeah. people are going to be saying, like, how is that possible? And remember, the Astros were an NL team for years until they switched to the AL last decade. That series is widely considered to be one of the most exciting and grueling playoff series in MLB history. It yeah. went the full five distance. Back then, it was the best of five. And the final four games of that series required extra innings. Philly fell behind 2-1 to one to the Astros after losing a one nothing game in Game 3, in 11 innings. Then stormed back to win the final two games on the road, five to three and eight to seven, both in ten innings. Um, thanks in large part to their MVP of that series, uh, second baseman Manny Trio.
2: Manny Trio was good. I have yeah.
1: Uh that Phillies so many
2: team, players on that team.
1: That Phillies team, by the way, went on to win the World Series over the Royals. Um, it's the yeah. only time they have met before. Uh, and I think it's one of the only, uh, it's, I think it's the first and only, I'm going to say only because I don't expect anything else like this to ever happen again. The only time that two teams that have played each other in a, in a, in a, another, a different leagues championship series will play in the World Series because a team switched leagues. It's the first time it's ever happened. And probably the only time.
2: Maybe the only time.
1: Maybe. But actually, I'd need to double check that because I think Houston Atlanta may have, let me double check that. Cuz Houston's the only of... team to do that. Uh Milwaukee switched too, but Milwaukee is sad. <laughs> never mind. Uh yeah, never mind. It's not Houston has played Houston ha- played the Dodgers in 81 in the NLCS. They played the Braves in the NLDS in 97 and in 99 and in 2001 and in 2004 and in two Wow. Braves and Astros played each other a lot in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it it kind of sucks because at least when the Sixers lost uh, the second round last year, it was to the Heat, at at least, and I'm getting to a point here, at least when the Eagles lost to the Saints, it wasn't a team we hate. I don't like being in a postseason series where I absolutely hate the other team. I hate the Astros. I hated the Raptors last year, or uh, in 2019. And last year, oh God, I hated the Raptors last year. So it's going to be an extremely stressful week for me. And hopefully by next week on this podcast, if I'm not at the, if we're at the parade, I'm, we might go live with me there. I would love
0: that. Do that. That would be kind of dope. I would love that.
2: But it's going to be an extremely stressful week extremely stressful and shout what? out the Eagles for playing on the only two times the World Series is not scheduled
0: oh yeah I was well, trying to find, I was trying to find something I saw last night on social media but this guy in uh 2020 he had predicted the next 10 he predicted the next 10 World Series champions and yeah he had the Phillies this year. Yep. Uh, Which is crazy. Next year, he had like the Mariners, I think.
1: Oh, man. Wait. They were good.
0: (laughs) Wait. But yeah. So, and the, so it was like every, since 2020, he called every championship and he was like, my next 10 uh, World Series champions. And it was Braves or uh, who won in 2020? Dodgers. Dodgers. Yep. So it was Dodgers, Braves. Phillies for this year. Mariners for next year. Um Yankees, I,
2: I think the year after or something. Yeah.
0: I think Yankees. Um
2: Orioles were
0: there. Orioles were the, actually the last one. They were the last team he said for the 10 years. So that means in 2030, we have to slam the Orioles to win a championship, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's actually kind of crazy. Cause this guy, he's been so on point with every championship since 2020 and, for whatever reason, he had the Phillies winning this year and they mysteriously make it to the championship and they're probably win it this year. That's crazy.
1: I hope they do. I hope they Me do. Too. Well, er- uh,
0: early futures for next year though. Uh, Mariners world series, everybody go slam it right now. <laughs> Might as
1: well. Right. Well, that is pretty much going to wrap up our 40th episode. Uh, thank you to everybody who commented. I think this is the most comments we've ever gotten during a live episode. I love yeah, that it. That was fun. I love the go. support. Um, if any of you guys are new and have just discovered us, uh, we uh, we record live. We, we're live every Wednesday at 1, and you can also catch the freshly recorded episode. One that is uploaded to all of our platforms. Uh, Kyla, list off the platforms we're on again, because I so can't keep track of them.
2: To listen, we're on everywhere you can listen to music, Apple Music, all that good stuff, Spotify. Okay. Uh, when we go live, it's on YouTube, our Facebook, and Twitter for right now. And be sure to catch out next week. Listen for next week because we have some announcements for y'all.
1: Special announcements.
2: Yeah, very cool announcements for you guys. So be yeah. sure to tune into that and keep commenting because this was funny.
1: Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning into episode 40. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Same, time, same bat time. Same bat channel. Uh, Isaac made an old people reference. See you guys. You're old. I have to go to work. <laughs> whatever.
2: <laughs> Bye, guys.
1: Peace.